you actually embarrassing yourself sometimes is really a healthy thing. Um, and, and there's so much exposure in the world today, especially if you get on any social media, like people like you and I are out there in the world a little bit more. I sit there and go in this mirror exercise machine with my wife and I'm doing hip hop dance and I'm not great, but I'm actually noticing the improvements of my steps. And I'll just, I'll just do some moves walking around the parking lot with my wife and embarrassing and I don't care. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com slash pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke. I'm joined today with David Malonis. David, how are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me. How, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to, to get this conversation rolling. Uh, first, uh, give everyone an introduction as far as who you are and, and kind of how you fit in the health and wellness field. Uh, yeah, I uh, actually have my own podcast, Personal Finance, called Something on My Mind. Um, that's a venture I started a couple of years ago. I have a background in, um, I wrote a financial book 20 years ago, but that's not my main thing. I've also been a corporate project manager for, oh, 20 years for Fortune 500 or 100 companies and um, just found other ways to, to make money along the way. So um, that is in with me. In terms of uh, health, um, I've had a lot of health things over the years that I've had to deal with. I'm not debilitated, but I've had um, many like autoimmune disease, I've uh, cancer, uh, I have gluten problem, I have chronic foot pain. I could go on all day. I have a lot of things. So um, I have found ways that might fit into this show. I'll be able to speak about how you uh, manage those things um, because you have to get up every day right. <laughs> to be very short about it. Right. Well, so I, I would go even bigger picture. Uh, some people believe that you don't have to get up every day. And for you to make that decision to get up every day, despite setbacks, I think uh, the mindset piece of that could be something that could be very beneficial for people as far as what you tell yourself when you're looking in the mirror and, and things like that. Because I know, you know, everybody has their own different degree of how much they can handle, right? And there's, there are people who maybe have a lot less on their plate and are having a harder time handling it than you have. So maybe some of your tactics and strategies can, uh, can help them. Absolutely. So what, um, it, you kind of brushed over a very surface level, which is good. Let's dive into one of those. Um, you mentioned a foot problem. You mentioned cancer. Is there like one story where you kind of hit your back against the wall where you, you had a, like a, a moment where you're like, I really have to figure this out. Uh, no, I'm not really. I'm not built that way. But what I will say is, um, and that's one thing, the key to this, I wanted to bring up before the show finished was that um, you have to train yourself based on your mentality of who you are, because you pointed out um, getting up every day. Well, that was, that's a positive in, uh, insight the way I look at it, but some people don't feel that way. So 
more people than others per se are going to have to train themselves into the mindset because you have to get right in your approach and how you're going to manage anything that uh, it doesn't have to be necessarily uh, a disease per se. It can be an affliction. It can be a, this, a, a mental tick you have in your own brain, a block, whatever these things are that depend, um, give you challenges in your health and well-being. You have to find ways to get a pattern and structure so that you can actually start attacking things, right? Uh, my approach typically, um, okay, we'll talk. So let me give you a little bit because um, it, it's fair to your question is that um, cancer. Now, I was just diagnosed uh, last December, and uh, I don't have, I have one I should be able to get over and live with, um, but uh, I will tell you that um, for a while, I wasn't sure because I didn't know exactly what I had, and then when I realized it's a livable cancer, so to speak, that uh, even for that matter, for those two months, it um, waiting, it just totally changes your mentality, and I'm, I'm a pretty sound structured guy. I mean... I don't go off the rails. I'm not a person doesn't really get depressed. I'm human. I'm not a robot. But um, I will say that uh, it, it automatically like it's like when you have a child and you know there's the pregnancy. Okay, the light switch goes off. You just have this internal light switch. Something's going to change. And then the baby's born your first one. And then the light switch goes off again. And you know your mind's just going, all right. So um, I've done a, a lot of things already ever since I've been given that information to improve even upon things that I thought I was doing well with in terms of like diet or exercise or sleep or the amount I drink or a lot of, a lot of it more than anything is the, the mental state. Um, for example, I, um, I have TMJ. So I make sure I, like if I'm tightening up, I make sure all day long I breathe and loosen up that jaw when I feel it tightening. I know if I take a piece of paper, um, you ever do that? Take a piece of paper or something and throw in the recycle bin and you just toss it and you miss and then you pick it up and you miss a second time. And you're like, Grr! you know, and it doesn't mean anything, but everybody does that kind of thing. Well, now, um, as little as that sounds, I make sure that I make it 95% of the time on the first try. So I don't spend that extra time wasting it or missing going, damn it, because right. there's days we're just clumsy. Right. And so that sounds trivial, but those are the little things you can build on uh, amongst other. You need, I think with anything in life that you're trying to solve, you need to take little pieces you can knock out first. And build them up. It's a little confidence. Hey, I can do this thing. They're easy. You move on. And that's a great, great way to start with anything that you're going to do because, again, you have to have a structure and a framework on how to attack anything that's bothering you because otherwise you're going to be haphazard. You're going to be all over the map. You're going to have a lot of um, uh, like failure to launch type of things. Right. And like you said, that structure and that framework has to be based on who you are as an individual. The, so, so like this mindset that you have of just kind of it sounds like you're sort of just kind of rolling with it. You're like, okay, here's my challenge, whatever that, you know, the label is, right? Cancer, whatever the label is, here's my challenge. Let's work with it. Is that something that has always come naturally to you or have you had to sort of cultivate that? I imagine it's probably a little bit of both, but. You know, listen, if you're true to yourself, knowing that we're all going to fail along the way through life, um, as long as it doesn't get you down enough, you're going to improve and be better. That's an old cliche to some, some frame. But yes, it's true. Um, I would say that um, I'm always talking to myself about, like, because I have goals every day. What am I going to do today? What am I going to get up and achieve? Like, you have to not think about the things that afflict me all the time. You also have to have, you have to live your life to your best ability, whatever you're given. Some people are stuck in a wheelchair. Some people have ALS, right? Some people have Parkinson's, um, you know, or you're going to go through periods of life where, Things happen where you're not going to be able to do the normal things, but on a regular basis, 
again, it's like the framework of going, uh, there's some things I want, like even in my normal life, I'm, I'm considered ironically healthy, but there's something I do around this house every day because I do a lot of my work out of the house. I make sure I do some stupid little project every single day. I don't care what it is. I make sure I have my routines. I take drink my tea and I, I shred the mail and I, I cook dinner because I work from home and all the, like I have that in place, but I always do something outside of the maintenance norm, something that just lets my mind give me a little freedom to say I did something a little different because there's always, again, we always maintain. It opens up your mind a little bit. That could be playing Wordle. That could be a part of your routine. I use my brain from it. I play word game. There's so many things you can do, but um, you've got to keep picking these little pieces up and having, uh, you've got a balance of, I'm going to do this. I have to do this. And where can I find something in the middle? And long as I like, you know, look over the pattern of a week or so, where am I at? If you're getting a little down and pick yourself up, you're a little bit up. Um, make sure you understand why you're there and try to stay there as long as you can, because you're always going to have ebbs and flows like a stock chart. That's life. Yeah. The stock chart is a really good analogy. Actually. Uh, I find that if, if I want to kind of assess my own personal progress over time, I want my lows today to be better than my highs five years ago. But I, I really like that analogy because you're never going to maintain even keel, nor do we even want to right? the highs and the lows are kind of the fun of life. I, I like what you said about, and, and I want to extrapolate a little bit about this, like the things that you have to do and kind of the routine, you know, making your tea, uh, you, you know, cooking your dinner, everything like that. I have a routine with these podcasts. And then on the other hand, all right, let's, let's carve out a little bit of time to do something that maybe I've never done before. And it really could be very simple, like going, taking a walk around a park that I've never been to mm -hmm. in the city that I grew up in, but I've never been to this park and it's just new. And it's just enough to kind of get us out of that routine but, but we definitely need that routine as well, because it's the routine, it's the consistency, you know, you have a podcast as well. It's the um, consistency over time in order to build up that podcast. Um, mm -hmm. We definitely need that, that novelty, right? Newness. You know how, you know how bad we sucked when we started our podcast? We oh were, God, horrible. <laughs> I mean, people say we're not, and we have a pretty fairly successful podcast for not doing a whole lot. Um, but I will say, li listening back from uh, you know a hundred full length episodes and uh, alone, where we are, I'm I'm as professional as anybody. Yeah, I, that's yeah. how I feel. But was I there at first? No. And you're right, taking off the going off the beaten path and doing something is great. Like in our show, and it's not about my show, but every we are different. We have a roundtable every beginning of the show, and we talk about something completely random, and no one even knows what the subject is or ever brings it up, and we just talk about it for ten minutes, and people like that more than the actual content because it's just oh. about life and things that happen and you explore and think and feel and relax. And then someone can hear what you're talking about a little bit and relate to that. And so that is a, an automatic off the beaten path every time we record something every week as an example. Yeah, hundred percent. And that, that would be, you know, people ask me, they go, how did you do all these podcasts and this and that? I really don't see it as that big of a feat because all I did was start with a simple video and it, and yeah, same thing. It really sucked. I had, you know, three views on a YouTube video and I looked at it and I'm like, Oh, I can see why I only had three views and no thumbs ups. Right. It, it sucks. Mm -hmm. And it's, but we're supposed to suck. Like somebody who's never done a podcast who wants to do a podcast should have zero expectation that they're going to be any good at all. Like you're going to be terrible because you've never done it before. And that is okay. You know, the baby's never walked before. You don't expect the baby to start running and doing cartwheels and stuff like that. So I think that's the key is just, just do it. Like Nike is right. Just do I, it. <laughs> my wife's so competitive and like we, I golf, I'm not a great golfer, but I golf. I'm I, and every year I'm a regular golfer to some degree. And we'll go out and do twilight and just go for 
couple hours on a Sunday night of all things. And she doesn't go out that much. She sucks every time she goes and she gets so mad and that's just her personality. And I always right. say the same, but that's how she does it. All the, everything is like, you, you gotta chill out and you'll, you know, you'll get better if you kept doing it, but you can't go out once in a while and just think you're going to get it right. That's right. the exploration. Right. Now with that, now that personality, that reminds me a little bit of like a, like a Michael Jordan, you know, he was like competitive at everything. He always wanted to win. What, what that mindset can give you is the desire to practice because mm -hmm. of course, yeah, if your wife only golfs once a year for her to expect to be good is, is not reasonable. It's not going to happen unless she just has some crazy innate talent, but that desire to never lose, right? If she never wants to lose to you, that could give her the desire to just practice and practice and practice, right? If you want to do something, I mean, this is what this, I mean, you know, a lot of what you, this, your show's about here is if you care enough to do something, then you'll do it. If you don't, you won't. Now, I, I understand people get beaten down and depressed and things happen for a little while, it spurts, but overall is in, on the whole, if you care about enough for something, you'll make a change. Yep. And that really is 90% uh, maybe of the battle is just wanting it bad enough and seeing it as valuable enough that I need to get this done. I need to do this. I need to figure it out because you will. What does a therapist always tell somebody? And I don't go to therapy, but I know what they tell people. They're going to say, you can talk about anything you want as long as you want, but the only one that's going to make the change is you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. At a certain point, you got to get off the couch and just do the stuff. It's okay to, it's okay to feel like shit. It's okay to feel embarrassed. It's okay. Like you actually embarrassing yourself sometimes is really a healthy thing. Um, and, and there's so much exposure in the world today, especially if you get on any social media, like people like you and I are out there in the world a little bit more. I sit there and go in this mirror exercise machine with my wife and I'm doing hip hop dance and I'm not great, but I'm actually noticing the improvements of my steps. And I'll just, I'll just do some moves walking around the parking lot with my wife and embarrassing and I don't care. Because I because once you get past that barrier, because people have a lot of things where they don't want to expose themselves and they don't want to be embarrassed, not just social media, it's vulnerability. But being vulnerable, if you can get past that Mendoza line, a baseball term, but then you can really open up a lot of things because it's just, it's like you do, you actually open up an oyster. You're like, okay, I can chill. I don't have to worry about this now. I'm just, I'm going to go do. Right. I wonder, I, I would say that's probably one of the keys to success too, especially in this world where you're exposing yourself and your vulnerability is if you are afraid of being embarrassed, I think that could be a huge hindrance because, you know, embarrassment's really more of an interpretation because one, again, one person can do the most outlandish thing, not feel a shred of embarrassment. Another person can do something very mild and feel a ton of embarrassment. Uh, it's really all perspective and how you look at it. And if you're not, if you don't own that embarrassment, I think that's a very powerful thing because then you can just keep going forward. And well, that was just, I, I stepped on a, you know, I stepped on a pebble. It was uncomfortable for this long and now I'm past it. Right. Yeah. It's not like doing keg stands, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's not embarrassing because you're too drunk to remember. It's so. true. <laughs> Wow, it's been a while since I thought about it. Actually, the funny thing is, we I, when I, we did this whole lower level, we built this whole studio here for this show, and uh, I bought my wife a, a keg, and a keg, a keg a Raider a double tap, and we don't use it anywhere near what we went. I can't even drink beer because of gluten, but um, she was so mad at me. But now that, now like, as, as the whole thing got finished during COVID, and it took a year, and now she's like thinking this is the best thing ever. Right. So, so you guys have like a little bar with a tap? In your um, it's a it's a whole standalone kegerator. 
Oh, that's cool. And I, I store it in the back lot. Like this whole studio down here is, um, it's like, a, it's really a speakeasy. And then everything folds up because it's full video production. That's awesome. And um, then it all, all actually folds. Everything in here is mobile or doesn't have handles or anything. It's all very sleek. And so it can transforms into the podcast and then you just put it away and then you have the speakeasy and that's how we do it. So the keg is a nice little piece to have a beer when you're doing the show or you have company and that's just how we use it. That's awesome. Uh, David, I like to, uh, I like to give my guests a chance to give like a motivational speech, like a Tony Robbins type thing. If you were speaking at a university or like a keynote speaker at a, at a business, uh, what's your one to two minute motivational speech for them to get the most out of their lives? That's a great question. I've never actually been asked that, but I will say that you, I think the most important thing you need to worry about in life because people worry is not to worry about what other people think of you and what you're doing. And to say that people don't have a care about how other people think about them, they're, they're telling they're lying. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. Even, a, even an ax murderer has feelings. So the point is, again, that's kind of the vulnerability again, not necessarily embarrassment, but you need to be able to really just, it's kind of like, and we're like a financial show, but it's not all finance, but we always talk about don't keep up with the Joneses. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing with their money and what, how much stuff they have. If you manage your money, you probably have more than what they do and they don't even know it. Worry about stay in your lane and do what you need to do. Everybody's a personal thing. Everybody's their own personal business. Everybody's their own personal entrepreneur. Everybody's their own personal health coach. Everybody needs to think about themselves and that's the selfish side. But if you don't have a little selfishness about taking care of yourself first, you can't take care of anybody else or you can't be with anybody else or be with them in a way where it's productive, where it doesn't cause negativity. Meaning, are you getting the law of diminishing returns? So if it's, and you got to have the pillars in life, it is finance, it is family, it is friends, it is career or something you're going to make money. And if you're a religious person, that's probably the other one. And you have to manage all those for the way you want to do it and don't have excuses for it. I think the point is, is to make sure that you don't step on other people's toes. Don't cause dissension. Don't make people mad at you. Just do what you need to do and be tactful and just stick by, even if you're not religious, if you're stuck by the 10 commandments, basically, you'd be fine in the person in life, no matter how you look at life. If you stick in that lane and do your thing, I think that um, you can live a good life or be respected and still what you want to do what you want to do at the same time. I like that. I agree. Even if you're not religious, the 10 commandments are pretty legit uh, way to live. Like don't commit adultery. Yeah. That's just like common sense. Don't kill people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, that, I think well, that, that one will stick. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, David, what is your podcast? What's your, what are your websites, social media? How do people get in touch with you? Uh, it's called something on my mind, personal finance. Uh, it, the website is uh, something on my mind.net. Uh, social media, pretty much all of them are just S-O-M-M dot podcast. Uh, in short, we do, uh, we just, we've covered everything under the sun. We cover all things finance. We're more in the middle to help people out younger and old. Um, we're not, we're not getting in a bunch of side hustles kind of thing. We're going to go tell you to do this or that. We don't tell you what to do. We give you information about everything from the stock market to home ownership to budget to side hustles to crypto. Like we, we have all this background and knowledge because of my wife and, and what she does. She was a COO for a financial firm nationally recognized. I have a published author. We've been doing this for a long time, but we also have the experience together raising kids in a family uh, as a blended family. And she was broke when I met her in destitute and now we're multimillionaires. So we've eaten bill uh, dinner in billionaires houses and she's you know helping people make $17 an hour um, invest in their 401k. So we've seen everything. So we don't have a judgment. We feel that we have a good message to send 
because we have seen it all and been in places that aren't great and been in places that are great. So um, kind of gets back to the health thing where you, you got to have a plan and execute and realize you're going to have ups and downs. But if you're consistent, we're going to give you some information that you can take. And if you do use it, you'll probably improve your life. Oh, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out. That sounds great. Well, uh, yeah, I think we're going to, we're going to wrap it up today. I like to keep this format pretty short, uh, again, health in the real world guys. This is David Malonis. David, I really appreciate you joining me today. Uh, great conversation. Everybody check out his podcast, something on my mind. And, uh, David, again, thank you for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate it. I had a, I had a really good time. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.